Hello beautiful light beam, I'm so happy that you stumbled upon this wee podcast. Soul-led, spirit-driven is your guide, your companion on your spiritual journey. Together, let's explore past lives, life lessons, karmic cycles. Let's learn how to navigate through this earthly life. And together with my astral team, Echo, I hope to make each episode as potent and as informative as I possibly can so that you can slowly unpack all that is human till you get to that beautiful center that is your soul so you can see yourself in your true magnificence. Okay, let's begin. Hello beautiful light beam. I hope you've been well. I hope you are enjoying this time of the year and especially the episodes here on this podcast. I hope that you find them useful, uplifting, perhaps even transformative. I know that one thing that's always on our mind is manifesting. How do we co-create this human experience that we also desire. So once again I have brought in spiritual facilitators, healers, people I look up to, people who I always enjoy having a chat with, who inspire me, who expand my own mind and I always adore their very different sometimes perspectives because that is what will help us to then find our own path right so for the next few weeks please enjoy conversations i've had with wonderful wonderful spiritual beautiful souls who i hope will also expand your consciousness help you to manifest better so that you can co-create with the universe the human experience that your soul desired this week i'm bringing you marlene cronin light language energy healer psychic medium Marlene has been on the podcast, I think about two years ago, when she came to tell us a little bit more about light language. Marlene has been definitely someone who has left a big imprint on my own spiritual journey. And I have sent so many people to Marlene's YouTube channel to receive the beautiful healings that she offers there for free. But In this episode, Marlene is sharing with us her manifesting secrets because aside from light language healing and doing mediumship, Marlene also works with her clients to help them manifest better. Her insights are incredible and the episode, actually the conversation was so big and so meaty that I decided to split it into two parts. So we have Marlene this week and next week. And here is part one of this conversation. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this episode. And it is our first part in the manifesting series. And I am so delighted to have Marlene Cronin back here on my podcast because Marlene was a guest I think we were talking about it, Marlene, two years ago, 
and you came to talk about light language, which was the first thing that I thought of when I thought of you, but now <laughs> manifesting is the second thing. Uh, Marlene, for those um, of my listeners who perhaps have missed that episode or haven't even seen your fabulous YouTube videos, which I don't even know how because I always send people to you, but let's say they haven't seen or met you before, can you introduce or reintroduce yourself to my listeners? Okay, so I'm um, a psychic medium, light language healer, and being honest, my whole passion in life from a very young age is to to heal. It's always been to heal. So in everything I do, I feel the healing is what pours through. Even just having conversation or holding space, listening to people, I always feel the healing pouring through me when, when I do it. So the light language, um, the light language for me is has completely transformed me inside out. And it it's geez, it's 36 years now. It started when I was 14. And I I it took a long time for me to bring it to the public because I had no sort of guide frame for what it was. Nobody, I went to lots of sitters lots of healers and none of them could really tell me what it was beyond um trans healing now what you have to understand is that at the time that i started doing the youtube videos there was no one really doing it you know i accidentally found somebody one day online doing it and i brought my husband in i went oh my god this is what i do and she had put the the the, the label light language on it and I started putting up YouTube videos and then people would message me and said they were activated by them. And it, it hopefully it gave other people the courage to go and do their own videos because now it's so, you know, it's 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 almost commonplace now. You know, there's so many people doing it. When I started doing it, I was absolutely terrified of how people would perceive me because it was so bizarre and unusual. Um, but I always trust spirit when they give me the nudge, even if it feels scary. I know that they only come from love and, and love is their intention. And it just it just took off in its own time. Um, working as a psychic medium, absolutely love it. I love connecting with people. I love um, I love bringing their loved ones through in spirit. I love doing readings for them and helping them to see things maybe they haven't seen themselves or just reflecting back what they already know about themselves. I think that's what a good reader should do. You know, you're you're really confirming what the person has been feeling and holding a mirror up to that. And I'm not a fortune teller. I don't predict <laughs> don't predict futures. Um I give what I get, which is usually um a snapshot of your highest timeline and the ways that you can go about bringing that into fruition. But the power is always with the individual coming. That's always the way it is. So that's just a brief snapshot of me. <laughs> and you know what always fascinates me about you, Marlene, and I know that um, my peeps who have met you have said the same thing, because there are few, there's few people that you meet and they are doing what you do, what I do, and they their energy is just 
so beautiful, so divine, so down to earth that you just can't, you know, wait to see them again or you can't wait to speak to them. You have to see every life they do because even though it's not on the topic that interests you, but just seeing this person and feeling their energy does something to you. So uh, I'm, of course, very grateful that you're here. But also I know that you do quite a lot of lives and you offer a lot of free uh, readings or sessions that you help with on Instagram especially and I know on Instagram because that's my platform my favorite platform and I often see that you're there um so the healing part I can really really resonate but this energy that and I'm sure I'm not the only one who has told you this so would you say that this is something that you know you've done your personal growth and you've worked your shadow work and you've done your thing do you think it's you know you um being authentically you you know is it the healing is it the light language what what do you think gives that beautiful energy off um I do think a lot of it has to be has to do with being authentically yourself because I don't even use filters on my photographs or anything. Not that I've anything against them, but I feel that even recently now I changed my profile picture and I put a little filter on it to make my eyes makeup kind of look better. And I was sitting with it and it was gnawing at me. No, take the filter off, take the filter off. And I, I feel even to that extent um, that spirit will hold me accountable. You have to be as real as real as you can be. But I've also, like you said, Kasia, done a tremendous amount of work on myself. And when I said the light language has kind of changed me inside out, I've done a ton of clearing um, of fear, anxiety, you know, all of that stuff. And I consciously make the decision every day to choose peace and to choose the loving response. I'm human like anyone else and I have a fiery side, but I try to catch it as much as possible. If I go into judgment about someone or something, I try to catch it as quick as I can, because I really feel um, the more that you go deeper into this sort of um, connection with yourself, and trust in yourself, things like that start to jar in your energy. So if you're gossiping, it's going to feel ugly inside of you. If you're judging someone or, you know, you're finding fault or you're criticizing something, no matter how small it is, it's going to feel discordant within you. And that's that's what I find that I am always speaking <laughs> To, to the divine, I'm always thanking the divine. Um, you know, I I try to be in that space of love as much as possible. Um, and I'm still working on my own stuff all the time, you know, because there's still triggers will come up. There's still things I'm learning about myself. Um, I'm 50 and I'm still, it still feels really new at times, things I'm learning about myself. So I feel that once you're on the path, so to speak, and everyone's on the path, but once you become conscious that you're on the path, once you become conscious that you're a spiritual being in a physical body, then you start to become more aware. You start to become more aware of your thinking, you start to become more aware of 
your own energy interacting with other people and what you bring to other people. It becomes less about what they can give to you and more about what you're bringing to them. You know, that's that sort of thing becomes very active within you. Um, you start to notice people respond to you differently. People are, you know, more at ease around you. Like um, my brother got married there a few months ago, very small, um, very small do. And I was sitting next to a lady that I didn't really know very well. And she was telling me all her pains and problems. And the whole while in my mind, I was just holding the the vision of her like well and healthy. And I was just listening to her. And after a while, she said to me, you're a very peaceful person. She said, you you have a lovely energy of peace. It's, it's really nice to sit next to you. And then I knew like that that's all that she needed to be listened to. And then she just relaxed and she didn't talk about her pains and problems anymore. <laughs> you know so it's it's just being conscious like if I had went into judgment there and started saying oh no I'm next to someone I was moaning and groaning and oh for god's sake and if I had made a whole story about that then I'd have missed a lovely opportunity for the both of us you know it's an exchange and and that's how I try my best to live my life that way like I said I'm human I have a fiery side um, but I still try to be conscious that everyone is going through stuff inside. Everyone is coming from their own experiences. And as much as possible, I try and bear that in mind. I do set boundaries as well. You know, I have personal boundaries that I won't, you know, I won't waver on. That took a long time. <laughs> that took a long time to to come to. But I think to answer your question more succinctly, Kasia, I think once you be like become aware that you're on a spiritual path, these things just start to roll inevitably for you. And you just come to that, however long or short it takes, you just come to that sense of yourself. You stop needing so much from people, from outside yourself, and life becomes much more harmonious. That was beautiful. That was a long-winded long answer to a simple question. No, it's fantastic. <laughs> this is exactly what needed to come through you because I oh, loved every word. I was hanging off every word you said. But um, <laughs> I think those of my listeners who are familiar with you, have experienced you, I think we find it a bit um, uh, challenging to imagine you being uh, fiery because we... <laughs> I think we can all resonate well with the peaceful energies, but that's yeah. an interesting sign. Now yeah. you have especially, kind especially of especially with my kids, Kasha. Especially with my kids. My really? kids if they get yeah, that. Yeah, if there's if there's anything, anyone messing with them or whatever, then the mama mm, bear. Mama bear. Mama bear comes up. Well, that's interesting yeah. because my next question, which I like to ask my um guests now, is uh so if, let's say, uh, your children's teacher asks you, so what do you do for a living? Or perhaps you've met someone at a party and they're like, so Marlene, what do you do for a living? How do you introduce yourself? How do you introduce them to your work? Or what do you say? Oh, well, Kasha. Um, there's, there's been times when I have told people what I do at weddings and then I get stuck in a corner with people. <laughs> 
because people would come up and they're like, can I just, can I just steal you there for a minute? And it was really funny, actually. Um, Not so long ago, I was at a wedding and a few people kind of cornered me. And there's my husband like, giving it loads out on the floor, dancing, <laughs> having a great time. And he looks over at me like, you know, and I'm like, have the rescue me face on. But what I like, what I find because I have stronger boundaries with it now is I will say um, I work as a psychic medium and healer. I own it now. I will actually say it. The only problem is with healer because people have this um, idea in their head that a healer is someone who just puts their hands on someone and then the pain is gone. Okay. So pain that, in my back. I just stretched. Yeah, I was yeah. dancing. No, <laughs> Can to, you be, to, be honest, to be honest with you, um, I have had some very instantaneous I, I, I'll just tell a quick story. There was yeah. a lady one time and I was coming in. I I was coming in to watch a, a, a demonstration of mediumship. And there was a lady sitting down with her husband that I had seen from doing various seminars, but didn't really know her that well. But she was very fond of me. She was just one of those people who just laid up when she saw me coming in. So I went over to chat to her and she didn't seem her usual self. And I said, are you OK? What's the matter? And she said, I have to get on a plane to go and see my daughter and I'm really afraid of flying and I don't know why, whatever. And I said, I felt the urge and I said, do you want me to do a little bit with you? And she said, yeah, go on. <laughs> so it was just me kind of being as like, you know, not obvious as I, as I could be so that she wouldn't be embarrassed. And I just started like feeling into her energy with the intention of finding where the root of this was. And, um, you know, I, I came to the root of it anyway. She was five and la la la. And she said, oh, my God, how did you know that? I said, look, you'll get on that plane without a bother. And her husband kind of went. <laughs> right. So I went on my way anyway. And I saw her. I saw her about two weeks later. And she came up to me and she goes, oh, my God. She said, I went on that plane like I was going to Honolulu. She said, I, I went on it without a care in the world. I was so happy. Um, I don't know what you did, but thank you so much. And my whole thing about that is. It's what I've always had is tremendous curiosity. I've always had tremendous curiosity. And there's this fabulous healer around that time that I was watching, Christy Marie Sheldon. And she has this thing where she can feel into layers of energy. So people normally come to her for financial aid. And I don't know if she's still working now, but like she can she can feel into the layers. And then so I was watching her and I was like, I really want to do that. So I started going around saying I can heal like Christy Marie Sheldon. I can do that as well. And I started to be able to do it. And I really think with spirit, when you have that, um, when you have that openness and curiosity, when you see somebody doing something and you're like, oh, I'd love to do that. You can do it. It was the same with mediumship. I used to see these mediums that could go directly to the person. And I was like, I want to be able to do that. I want to be that's so cool. I want to be able to do that. And I started to be able to do it. It's the real like with manifestations, the real ask and you receive. It's that childlike energy. Nice segue there. It's that childlike energy. That. Of You're being, leading us in. <laughs> it's that child like energy of saying oh, that's really exciting I really want to do that I want to do that let me do that 
and then they and then they let you do it if you like i had no doubt they were going to let me do it anything that i ask that i find fascinating i know if i go let me do that let me do that that it will it will start to come through but it's then having that absolute trust whereas if you look at people and you admire them and it stops there because you put them on a pedestal and you're like oh my god i could never do that oh my god da 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 da, da. then you cap yourself off then and you kind of stay at where you think your limitations are. But if you look at someone and you're like, oh, that's really exciting, then that excitement is put in you for a reason. Like you're, you're going to get a plumber sitting next to you. He's not going to be excited to be able to do that. He's going to be like, oh, that's really cool. And start chatting about something else. He's going to be he's going to be interested in something else. But it's been put in you because it sparks a resonance in you that you are capable of doing that as well. I get very frustrated with people who put caps on others. You have to do X amount of time. I remember the same way with mediumship. I was two years in a circle and this very established medium, spiritualist medium said, um, no, you need to be sitting in a circle for six years before you go out and work with other people. And I was like, no, that's old paradigm stuff. We're in a completely different energy. I appreciate everything that the those gone before me have done because they had to wade through much denser energy. But I'm like, no. And I feel that that's what I've done with the light language as well. I had to wade through very, very dense energy with the light language, with the clearing was really intense, Kasha, really, really heavy going. And now it's lighter and the people coming in are getting it much more sparkly and much more, it's, it's, it's a lighter energy and they'll do their work for those coming after them. But, what I would say is that never listen to anyone who says you have to do this in X amount of time. If inside you feel that's not right, if inside you feel, no, I have a different knowing. Then trust that because I've had other teachers, actually other mentors with mediumship that have said to me, you remind me so much of myself when I started before I started going to a lot of different mentors and colleges and whatever, where it's been taught. Um, you remind me of myself. You remind me when I was natural. And in any walk of life, you'll have teachers or mentors like that. Well, number one, they'll try and shape you into who they are. Number two, they'll try to keep you slightly below them, consciously or unconsciously. I've had that myself, where they don't like you to flourish too much because Maybe you have something that they don't have. And I was very lucky that way with my development teacher, um, Nora Desmond. She was she had no ego. She was fabulous. If somebody came into the group and they were amazing, she would get more excited than anybody else. She had no ego with it. Thanks be to God. And she encouraged me from the word go. She saw my potential very, very quickly. And what I would say that way, like I said, with, with manifesting anything, with bringing anything to you, that spark, that excitement, that trust that, you know what I mean? That that heart opening feeling when you see something you like, something you want, something that excites you, something somebody else has, some confidence they have, some swagger they have. And you're like, oh, my God, don't say I could never be like that. Don't say they must have worked so hard. La, 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 la. Just say this is going to bloom for me in in that's in a way that's perfect for me and then 
show up for yourself, show up for your life and, and you'll see it. You'll see it showing up. Then just get curious and start playing around and open the door for it. You know what I mean? I love that. Oh, my gosh. Every aspect for me. Because, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. I've got heaps of questions. Um, You know, this, what you're doing, Mali, it reminds me so much of when we were children. And, you know, like in kindergarten, you know, a child, like as a child, we would pick up the brush and paint just because it was exciting and, you know, mm -hmm. oh, I like blue, oh, I like red, oh, let me try this colour. And then go, oh, I want to play in the sandpit and I want to, you know, bump these cars together, you know, I want to play with dolls mm -hmm. and play pretend, right? And there wasn't sort of like, mm, but if I play with the paint, I might get dirty or what if my picture doesn't turn out? What if the teacher mm. doesn't like it? You know, like we didn't have that as children. We didn't look at someone else painting at these and go like, oh, I wish I could paint like that. We were just painting, right? That's yeah. what children do. And that's what um what you just shared reminded me of that sort of childlike, wondrous, you know, state yeah. of being, which I know I'm always being reminded of. Uh, by spirit to be playful being that childlike wonder instead of going like you know oh, I wish I could do that I could never do that you know like it's <laughs> yeah because yeah. it's so true we do that and we think I think the old paradigm is that some of us were gifted you know some of us were special mediums born you know with this gift um, and, and the rest, you know, are not. And, you know, there's this hierarchy. <laughs> and I remember yeah. when I was doing, um, I think it was one of my earlier psychic development programs where I had a group of ladies come through. And uh, the first question I asked them is like, you know, so tell me a little bit about like your abilities. Like what do you have? Do you know? Do you not? And let's say out of 10, eight would say, I was born this way ever since I could remember I could see spirit and stuff and I like that is so cool right because I wasn't born like that like I don't remember you know maybe I did maybe yeah. I didn't but I don't remember and so it was this this sort of you know leveling the playing field kind of thing because I wanted them to know that just because I'm on this side sharing with them what I know doesn't mean that oh you know I'm that special because I was born this way right mm. and I have these gifts um but then also the other point that you've made Marlene that led us so beautifully into today's topic of manifesting is this assumption that you must have when you see someone doing mediumship or, you know, having yeah. an ability, you don't go like, oh, could I please get this? Like, please, you know, how can I, what can I do? Can I do a course? How can I, you just go, like, okay, I have this. This is going to be me. Oh, yeah. I am this, right? Like, yeah, tell us more. Right. Like, how do we do this? If someone is, is wanting to create something in their life. Yeah. Oh. I always, like I said, I've always had a strong sense of curiosity and I've always had a sort of a, I suppose, an innate knowing that if I was passionate about something, if I was interested in something, I could assimilate it. <laughs> like even like different courses that I've done, I've been able to like assimilate the information really, really quickly. 
like the uh, tapping course I did, I could do it really quickly. I did a Matsu medicine, which is like tuning into the rhythm of bones. I could do it really quickly. But I've never had that feeling, you see, of that I couldn't. And that's the biggest thing. Now, I, I've had, you know, I, I you know, I had a difficult upbringing. It was, you know, it's not that I came from being built up as a child into believing. I, I really had to do a lot of it for myself, especially from the age of 17. I took a huge interest in Louise Hay, um, psychology books, anything I could find that was going to better my situation because I wanted a different life for myself. So affirmations drummed into my head. I would put them next to my bed. I would say them over and over. Anything inspirational in regards of movies, I would watch it over and over. It's a sort of a thing of if you're in a position right now where you feel like I couldn't do that, I could never do that. You're already then, if you can imagine that, like there's a little genie inside you saying, you wish my command. Your wish is my command. Your wish is my command. So say, like I say, if I take my example of the mediums that would stand up and could go, I'm coming to you there in the red dress. I can see your grandmother behind you. La, 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 la. If I had had the attitude that a lot of people had at that time, oh, my God, she's spectacular. Um, and this this reverential energy that they had towards her. Um, instead, like my energy was like, oh, my God, this is amazing. I was so excited. And then I was able to do it very, very quickly. They weren't. They weren't because they had put her on a pedestal, which meant they'd separated themselves from her. The whole thing for me is life like a smorgasbord. So if you're seeing somebody that you know has what you want what you have to understand in that moment is spirit is saying what do you think of this would you like this and then you go yes with your energy then you shut the brain up you say the brain comes in with but 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 you go no i'm seeing this because spirit is saying i think this will be interesting for you would you like it yes i would and that's it if you want to draw love into your life and you see a couple that have been really affectionate and they're laughing and they're having a wonderful time. You love two types of people. One that will go, oh, get a room. Oh, my God, look at them. They think they're so much better than everyone else. And you love the couple and you love the person that will be, oh, they're so sweet. Oh, look at them. And they'll, they'll want to draw everyone. They're in that moment melding with that energy of love. That spirit I've shown them. What about this? Would you like it like this? Now, that person may also go, oh, they're so sweet, but I don't like the PDA. So then that's refining it. So then they might be at a party and they see this couple standing together. They're very intense with each other. They're having a deep conversation. They're not touching each other, but the chemistry between them is palpable. That person may just completely open up looking at them. It's like, that is what I want and then it's like bing 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 here it comes I'll take what if she's having person, yeah, exactly if that person stayed in that open state then of thank you so much for showing me that that's exactly it you did a great job and then didn't allow the thoughts of 
but you're ugly, you're old, you're all these things that we do inside our head. There's no good people out there. They probably met when they were young. People do a whole number on themselves. You go into that childlike energy of. Love that now. I always Isn't say that what children. kids do? Isn't that what kids children, do? Children, I remember children, my children. kids. Yeah, they love the toy catalogs, right? And they go straight up with a pen. I want this. 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 Right? So funny you said that now because I was with my nephew. He's only he's only three, and his birthday is coming up. And I said, "What would you like for your birthday?" Out he gets anyway the toy catalog, and I he said, "I'd like that there." So I took a photograph of it. Next he says, "And that." And that, and that. Take a photograph of it, Marlene. Okay. Bum, bum. And that, and that. Take a photograph of it. And, you know, yeah. the world was a monster in that moment. Do you know what I mean? And I said, I can only get you one of those now. That's okay. But he was giving me a wide variety to choose from. You can choose. And like when, you were, when you were saying as well earlier about the kids playing, you know, do you remember a dog? This was me now. I'd start mixing the paint and I'd be like, what if I put this in with this and this and with this? And I'd put so much paint on, it'd be a disgusting, sludgy brown colour and there'd be a hole in the page because I'd be after piling so much paint on. But do you ever remember, Kasha, when you were playing with your friends and you'd all inspire each other? So one would say, um, this one would use the sweet brush as a horse. And then they'd say, what are you doing? I'm riding my horse. And then someone else would go, well, I'm going to be, um, I'm going to work in the post office. Or... And they'd all make a little scene together. They'd inspire each other. I really think that's why we're here. Yeah. And that's why I go back to your earlier question. Do you think it's doing work on yourself? Do you think it's being authentic? I still think being authentic is the biggest thing. Because if you're boldly being yourself, Someone asks you what you do for a living. You you tell them what you do for a living. Then other people are going to look at you and they're going to see it. And they're going to be like, oh, that, that's interesting that she's so bold about it. Or you, you, you're inspiring someone. You know what I mean? Or you could have a conversation with someone and they could say, I really like how she said that. And it, and it inspires something. We're meant to do that for each other. Unfortunately for a lot of us, like I said, is we go, yeah, that's, they were really lucky to get that. She was really lucky to be born that way. That's not how it is at all. There's lots of people that are born with the ability or like for me, I started seeing around, I'd say three or four, I started seeing spirit. But like, there's lots of people like that and they never actually do anything with it. There's lots of people yeah. that see spirit when they're young and kind of shove it down and, and close the door on it. It will always kind of bubble underneath and, and open up again. But same with creativity. I would have a lot of clients that have really closed the door on creativity and go and live in their mind. Go and live oh, in the logical, the analytical, the explainable. Mm. Because the unknown, the creative spark, the flow, the sexiness of life is just too too big a bite for them yeah and you don't have much control right you have to surrender a lot of the time and just really Absolutely. You, you really do and you have to have a lot of trust and like i said if you can come to it even experiment with it i know there'll probably be people listening going what does she mean by being curious but if you could like if you could open yourself up to say you want to be a really good writer and you have the bones of an idea but 
you you don't have the confidence to kind of sit and have the discipline of doing it and whatever, then just ask to be inspired. Ask spirit to send you someone inspiring, somebody that will kind of um, spark something off in you. I, I do that a lot. If I'm losing my mojo a bit or, you know, if I'm feeling a little bit flat, I'll say, please send someone to me or show me someone online who's really sparkly and bubbly about this. And I will invariably find someone and and, and it sparks it off again then in me, you know, well, just, I, just not, to, not to limit yourself. Yes, I was just going to sum up for us this part, uh, my, my takeaways from even just what you just said um, for all the listeners. So basically, as you're navigating through your daily life, see everything as you know, those children who look at a toy catalog, everything is a toy catalog. And you just, when you see something that you love, someone is doing or saying or being the way you wish you were, right? The resonance means you already have it somewhere and you can yes. unlock it. So like yeah. Marlene said, you choose and you say, I want that. I am that. This is going to be me. And yeah. have that childlike curiosity. And I think the other part that I really loved was instead of focusing more on what we can't do, where we're not good enough, where we fail, where we feel guilty and shameful, which spirals our energy down. Mm -hmm. um, and then definitely we're not in harmony with this things that we want to bring in instead it's almost like you have to wake out of a dream like realize oh I'm dreaming and wake up and then go like no hang on a minute I am worthy I can do this why not me right why not me why of course me? I can do exactly. it that's the best thing to say why not me yeah why not me and I love that because when things go a bit pear-shaped for me I now just go like hi isn't this interesting like instead of getting mad or upset I just go like I, I went to Melbourne uh, recently, big city here. So we've moved three hours away to this beautiful little sea town. And every time when I go to Melbourne now, the traffic, the roadworks just, I always say to people, if you want to test how zen you are, go to Melbourne. So I arrive now and I'm like, huh, isn't this interesting? Look at that traffic jam, right? Well, look what's happening with my energy, right? Like I can feel like, oh, I'll just breathe through it, right? But anyway, any time when something happens, instead of getting mad, instead of being sucked into that negative energy, I just yeah. go like, huh, isn't this interesting? Okay, look what's yeah. happening here. And then, hey, I can choose something else, yeah. right? Something, it's kinder, something yeah, it's kinder as well to do that because mm. we can go into judgment about ourselves as well. So if, if, if someone cuts you off in traffic and you, react instead of being angry with yourself you could say isn't that interesting like you just said isn't that interesting that I responded like that peace be with you that's what I say if I if I get cross with someone I go peace be with you brother or peace be with you sister and I'll send the peace on the way you know because if somebody is so like somebody caught me off dangerously in traffic the other day. And like I said, the fiery side, I had my son in the car, I was bringing to work and I was like, what the hell? And then I went, you know what now? It's not actually going to help that person for me to kind of go into whatever energy he had because I could palpably feel his intense irritation. And I was like, you know what now? I'm going to relax. 
I'm going to send some love to him on his way that whatever is going on with him, he relaxes and wherever he is on the road, people relax around him. Yeah. And it was very powerful for me. It shifted something for me as well. Like I said, I'm always learning. I understood in that moment that I have a responsibility as well. Yeah. For the yeah. energy that I bring, you know? Yeah. A true healer will know ah. exactly <laughs> what we are told, what you're talking about. Oh, I know. Uh, Marlene, but um, so let's say someone, because I had this question actually come up a few times. Let's say someone is uh, trying to manifest something uh, and they're doing everything. You know, they're reading, they're learning, they're doing all the things that, you know, they've learned about manifesting and things aren't happening for them. Yeah. Now, I know this could be a case-by-case -case situation, but generally, is there an answer that you could give my listeners from your experience maybe or your knowledge, your wisdom through spirit, like why that would be happening? Okay. so. One of the one of my most favorite books, right, it's a book by Tosha Silver. It's called Outrageous Openness and it's letting the divine take the lead. Right. It's a really beautiful book. I come back to it many times when I need to just land in my body, sometimes with manifestation, Kasia, and I'm sure you understand as well. We can get very fixated on it. We can get very fixated on having what we want when we want it. And there are plenty of people online that will tell you that there like I went down that rabbit hole myself. I started to find it very dogmatic and a little bit. Um, lacking in compassion, sh shall we say, because if somebody was having a, a physical issue, someone was having a health problem and then they'd be told, well, you're obviously thinking the wrong thoughts. <laughs> and that's where I kind of made the disconnect with it. It was like, OK, there's there's this is this whole universe everything about us as spirit is bigger than just you know i i think there's a lot of there's a lot of times when things happen to bring us deeper into ourselves and that's where the divine's knowledge the bigger knowledge that we haven't got access to and with our human thinking that's where that 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 issue of I'm doing everything, I'm banging my head against the wall, nothing is happening. You're going then, like you said earlier, into a frustration, lower, 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 because then we start heaping on. It works for everyone. It's why isn't it working for me? We just do a whole number on ourselves. Now, one of the things that uh, Tosha says in her book is she has what she calls I think it's the divine box or the offering box and you write down what you want. So say you had somebody who really wanted a new job and she was doing all the things, visualizing, seeing the boss shake in her hand, all, all of these things. And yet the lack was still there, the feeling of fear. It, what if it doesn't happen? Because that's that's how you cancel it out. What if it doesn't happen? Now, if you had a little offering box like that and you wrote it out, the job that you wanted, thank you so much for this job. I trust it will unfold perfectly. And you put that into the box. So every time then you started thinking, why isn't it here yet? You say, no, it's in the box. It's been taken care of. Then you start to think of it like an Amazon package. You've been told it's shipped. You can track it if you want, or you can just trust that it's going to show up to your door. 
But in my experience with people, once they get into that frustrated thing of where is it? Why isn't it here? Their energy then is I don't have it. And the genie, like I said earlier, says, your wish is my command. You don't have it. That's a frustrating thing to tell people I know. But the more that you can go into the state of, OK, I have actually done everything I've, you know, no, my only job is to be in a frequency as consistently as possible that matches the joy I'll feel when I get my thing. Beautiful light beam. I hope that you enjoyed this week's episode. Now, before you turn off your podcasting device, I just wanted to quickly hop in here and ask you for a little favor. If you really enjoyed this episode, if you enjoy these episodes, this podcast, please consider sharing it with someone who you think might benefit from it also. I would be so, so grateful. It would help me immensely in getting the word out, reaching more people who are perhaps trying to navigate through their own awakening. And if you haven't yet, please consider leaving a review and sharing your thoughts, sharing how this podcast helps you or what you have learned or anything that you think would be helpful to a new listener. Thank you so much. I really, really am so grateful for you.